Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark, and we're in the seventh chapter. We're going to begin today with the 31st verse. And it says this Again, he, and that's Jesus, went out from the region of Tyre and came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee within the region of Decapolis. <clears throat> and so we're seeing that uh, Mark's giving us an account of Jesus going from one place to the other. To the other. Remember, he had just. Uh, granted the uh, woman's wish to have her daughter set free from a demon. And so now he's within a region of the Decapolis, Decapolis city, the 10 city region. So he's going from place to place. Verse 32, they brought to him one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty. And they implored him to lay his hand on him. There's that word implored again. I'm, I want to have to look up and count exactly how many times we've seen this in the Gospel of Mark. Well, well, what does implore mean? It's one of those words that you go, I sort of know what it means, but what does it mean? It means really to, to encourage, to call for it, to exhort, to uh, uh, plead with somebody, to request urgently, that type of thing. So what was this uh, gentleman's situation? He was deaf. Okay, He's deaf and he spoke with difficulty. And so they're imploring, they're begging Jesus to lay his hands on him. Well, who's they? Yeah, the, the people of the area, okay? The people, his friends, you know, that said, hey, will you lay hands on him? So verse 33, Jesus took him aside from the crowd by himself and put his fingers into his ears. And after spitting, he touched his tongue with the saliva. And looking up to heaven, with a deep sigh, Jesus said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. So look what Jesus did here. And again, uh, when you see Jesus healing, you really don't see him doing it the same way twice. Okay? It's not like this particular pattern. If you do it this way, then you're guaranteed a healing, <clears throat> that type of thing. The only way to guarantee is you believe. <clears throat> you believe. So what does he do? He takes him aside from the crowd. So he takes him out from where all the people are. And he takes him out by himself. And yet the account here is uh, very much an eyewitness account. Look at the detail. So more than likely, Peter was with him. Or Peter was, was uh, at least within uh, the range to see and hear what was happening. Remember, Mark's giving us an account of the gospel. And he gets a lot of his information from Peter. So Jesus takes him by himself, and he put his fingers into his ears. It's a very organic thing, isn't it? He put his fingers into his ears. Why is that? After spitting, he touched his tongue with the spit. And we go, well, that's sort of gross. Well, apparently not. And he looked up to heaven, and with a deep sigh. That's interesting, isn't it? Talk about a detail, an eyewitness. It's literally a moaning, a groaning. With a deep sigh, he said, be opened. He spoke an Aramaic word, Ephatha, which means be open. Verse 35, and his ears were opened. 
and the impediment of his tongue was removed, and he began speaking plainly. What do we learn right there? Okay, his ears are open. He can hear. And the impediment of his tongue was removed, and he began speaking plainly. Well, in one sense, there's the impediment of the tongue that he couldn't hear. Okay, it's very hard to speak if you can't hear. And um, we don't know if this gentleman had been deaf from birth <coughs> or what, what the deal was, but that would be an impediment. But I suspect there's even more here. I think there might have been something that was impeding his tongue. Because it says the impediment of his tongue was removed. This is something removable. And he began speaking plainly. I've actually seen this happen. Uh, I won't get into detail right now, but we were in the middle of a worship service one time. And we saw uh, the impediment of a tongue removed from an individual. And they, prior to that, would have a very hard time speaking uh, a sentence. Uh, and because they would uh, stutter, they would get hung up for 30 seconds, 45 seconds at a time. Talk about an impediment. But when that impediment of the tongue was removed, <laughs> they were shouting and were praising God like you would not believe. So what is that impediment? Well, in some cases, it's a demonic thing. In this particular case, this was a college-age person, and they went back. To, uh, the new semester was about to start. And about a, within a week or two, something like that, they started the new semester, and they had a class that required class participation as part of your um, uh, course requirements, part of your grade. And they went up to the professor afterwards to explain that sometimes they had a hard time with stuttering and things like that. Something happened. They left that classroom and literally drove to my office <coughs> and said, I think I just messed up. And I went, what'd you do? <clears throat> they told me what happened. Then they said this, I felt it come back in. I felt it come back in. Felt the impediment of the tongue come back in. Uh, and yeah, shortly thereafter, was in the same state it had been before. We prayed for him and prayed for him. I ran into him a few years later, and things seemed to be much better. There was still a bit of it there. And the sad thing is I believe that they've learned how to manage it rather than walking in freedom and liberty, of commanding it to leave and walking in that freedom. See, someone can pray for you. Someone can speak something over you, and you'd be set free. But then you can open the door and allow it right back in. So anyway, this guy was speaking plainly. Verse 36, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them, the more widely they continued to proclaim it. <laughs> he says, no, no, that's not quite the time right here for all this proclamation to go out. They did it anyway. Why? Verse 37, the last verse for the day. They were utterly astonished. We've seen that phraseology before. Saying, he has done all these things well. He makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. It's an interesting little turn of the phrase, isn't it? Done all these things well. Yeah, you make a deaf person hear and one who is mute to speak. And you know what? You not only did it, you did it well. <laughs> no. We would think, well, that kind of uh, 
<clears throat> miraculous, supernatural thing would be amazing anytime, right? But he did it well, and they were absolutely astonished. You know what? The Lord desires to do the same thing to do today, using his body to open the ears of the deaf, using his body to remove the impediments of the tongue. There's impediments of the tongue that go beyond uh, just a physical problem, too. We won't get into that right next to my time's up. But anyway, take that for the Lord and see what he says to you. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.